Bellator Japan. Uh, December 29th, uh, Jamie Hinshaw will make her return. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. Um, now, you're in uh, New Mexico, and uh, I'm all the way over here in uh, Korea, which is right, you know, like a two-hour plane ride from Japan. Uh, it's wintertime. How's the weather out there in New Mexico? Uh, the weather out here in New Mexico, it's always like bipolar, <laughs> we mm -hmm. call it. Um, it's some days it's, uh, snowing and then it, uh, rains or, uh, like sunny and then it mm -hmm. turns cloudy. It just, it can't make up its mind. But right now it, it's kind of all right. Um, we did have some snow, um, like I think last week or something mm -hmm. like that. So Yeah. We've had a little bit of snow. It stayed for like a day or two, and then that was it. <laughs> uh, well, I guess the, the weather won't be too much of a problem. You know, some fighters are coming from uh, like tropical regions to fight in Japan, and it's wintertime right now. So getting when you get here, you know, it could be a problem for some people. Yeah. Yeah, with me, I'm always kind of cold or hot, so it doesn't really matter to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, um, you know, going back to what I said earlier about uh, – not fighting for a while it's been uh a long time you know the last time we saw you was in july of 2018 uh defending the uh king of the cage atomweight title now the first thing i want to know is what is up with the atomweight title do you still hold the title or i still hold it we actually were i had two fights um one of them we were gonna go and defend it again um i actually got injured and had to go through surgery um, and then we scheduled another fight, um, with Grace Cleveland. And then during that fight camp, she got injured and had to have surgery. So, um, that's kind of where we stood with that. And I was just waiting for another replacement and we haven't got one, uh, yet. And then this opportunity came and I jumped on it. Cause like I said, and we have, I haven't been active and been in the cage in like over a year it's been i think about a year and five months i believe so yeah it's been a while <laughs> the the injury that you had and the surgery uh what was the injury and and how did the surgery go how did the recovery you know go you know was it difficult for you to to go through an injury like that or have you been injured like that and had to go through surgery um i've been injured before um Whenever I actually won the King of the Cage uh, title, I broke my arm in the first round um, during that fight, and I had to have surgery and get a plate and some screws in my arm. Um, so I've, I've had an injury before <laughs> and had surgery. Um, this one, uh, it was my bicep. It was 90% detached. I was um, training, and in training, I just felt it like a like something went wrong and I couldn't lift my arm. Like as soon as my adrenaline came down, um, I couldn't lift my arm and I knew something was wrong. Um, and then I went to the doctor and they're like, we need to do surgery and, uh, finish deattaching it and then reattach it to, uh, your like anchor it into your arm. Um, the surgery went great. Uh, I recovered well, like I said, uh, that was with the first, um, we were supposed to fight and then, uh, I recovered and then we got another fight with Grace Cleveland. My fight camp was actually going great and it kind of sucked that um, she got injured. But like I said, I, I know how it is. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've been injured too and had to have surgery. So um, 
I didn't get mad at her. Um, I just got mad at the situation. It's like, dang it, I can't fight now. And I was just like, can you find some replacement? And they just couldn't. Did you continue to train? Did you continue to just believe in your mind? Like, I have a fight coming up. Even though, you know, Grace pulled out, you're like, okay, opportunity is going to come up. I'm just going to train. I'm just going to continue grinding. Is that, was, is that what the mindset was since before you actually got the Bellator fight? Uh, yeah, I was sitting there and I just, I knew from the previous, uh, injury that I just had to stay in the gym and keep active, do what I could do, um, until I could be, go back to a hundred percent, um, said, we know that opportunities always come here and there. And if you're not ready, then they just pass you by. And, you know, I don't, I don't want that. I want all the opportunities that I can have. So I try to stay ready. You were returning from a bicep detachment to fight or defend your title and then they cancel the fight do you feel like it in a way you know could you look at the positive size of it of like okay i had a longer time to you know recover from my surgery and and actually have my bicep much stronger now heading into this fight with bellator uh yes uh like i said we never like the doctor said it was 90% detached already. So I guess I was having problems with it. I just kind of didn't really realize how um, serious it was. So I'm kind of glad that it did go out in practice and not in the fight. Because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that would really suck. Yeah, um, So, yeah, I guess I'm kind of glad so I could recover and could be as hundred percent. Well, as much as a hundred percent as I can coming into this fight. King of the cage. I, I believe that they've had some situations with their champions or their fighters. You know, how was dealing with them to get a fight outside of the promotion? Um, well, they, they're really, um, Terry, he's really good with letting us go to like Japan and mm-hmm. fight with, with rising and everything like that. So there wasn't like no issue. Um, I did have, I was under contract with them. Um, I believe that since I have been inactive for so long and um, they couldn't get me a fight, I, I don't believe I'm under contract with them um, anymore. So, um, like I said, I don't think there's any issue, even if I was. The deal with uh, Bellator, how did that all come together? You know, like being out of action for so long and, and looking for a fight. Um, how did that, how did that get put together, the fight? Um, I believe it was just me keep on badgering my coach and he just knew that, you know what I mean? Um, that I wanted to fight and everything. So he's just been putting my my name out there and this opportunity came and we jumped on it. That's awesome. That's a, you know, you need to have those people around you and sometimes you do need to kind of pursue people to get you what you want, right? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Now, you know, being out for so long, being a fighter. Was it frustrating, you know, getting those fights canceled? Of course, you mentioned it earlier that uh, you were just mad at the situation. But, like, what did you do for money? Were you were you working outside of training? What, what was going on during that time? Uh, no, I wasn't, unfortunately. Um, I have been struggling and stuff since then because I haven't been able to fight. Um, like, it kind of just... I'm used to being very active. If you've seen my career and you look at the dates of how, like I fight every couple months if I can and healthy. Um, so mentally it kind of, um, brought me down a lot 
and I like struggled with depression a lot. And I've mm-hmm. done, I've struggled with depression before in my life, like younger. Um, but this one, it kind of hit me pretty hard. Cause like I said, it was so long. Um, but I'm doing a lot better now, mm-hmm. especially as soon as I got heard the fight news, um, that helped a lot with, um, with it. So. Yeah. Yeah. You just get, need to get that little kick, right? The little little good news will will, will go a long way. Yes, yeah, so I'm kind of like a goal oriented uh, person. Like I have to have a reason or a set thing uh, to get motivated and to uh, um, do things and be happy. <laughs> uh, speaking of motivation, you know the the opponent that you're getting is uh, probably the highest profile opponent, especially in Asia. She's a former champion, which is which probably makes you really happy, right? <laughs> yes. Um, yes, this is actually what I've been wanting uh, wanting for a long time. I love to be able to test myself and to be able to come up against these girls and prove to myself and prove to see what I'm capable of. Um, if you've noticed, like, I've never been in any sports whenever I was a kid. Um, I was kind of more like the person that, drinking, smoking pot, you know, smoking cigarettes and just stupid stuff. Um, so me actually, I wasn't, I was over 21, I believe whenever I actually stepped into a gym and actually even started to become an athlete or do anything, um, competitive or sports like, um, and all my opponents, they've had like a background when they were kids, always like in sports or mixed martial arts or some type of, um, martial arts um and i've gone against everyone with more experience and with that background and i've proved to be able to stand with them so um that that gave me a good uh, sense of confidence of like yes this is where i belong your situation you know like you mentioned right now of uh starting later in life with martial arts and your opponents are starting early in life is that does that kind of put you put a chip on your shoulder when you uh step into that cage and and give you that extra motivation and training and actually when you step into the cage to kind of prove everybody wrong do you have that under underdog mentality so to say um i've always like felt like i was the underdog even as the champ you know what i mean i was always um if you look on the thing people always still expected me to lose um I don't know. Like, I, I don't believe so because like, I've always been a fighter at heart, um, here in New Mexico, fighting is a way of life. I've always used to try to get in fights either cause I had to, or just for fun. So like, I've always been a fighter at heart. So it, it hasn't, um, changed anything. Like I said, I, I know who I am. So, <laughs> all right. Well, now you get to fight at 108 pounds. And uh, that's an extra three pounds and everybody probably really the casual fan doesn't really know what that means. You know, three pounds is a lot because that's that's food right there. Right. So what about <laughs> you? It, it doesn't seem like you have that much trouble, like getting to the weight that you're at. Right. Uh, no, um, I always stay pretty low um, in my weight. I don't I try not to get over 120 um, just because I don't like to have a bad weight cut. Um I don't like to feel shitty. I like to feel pretty good in the cage. Um, I don't want to, like, I have confidence in myself and my skills. I don't have to, I don't feel the need to be the heavier opponent. And, um, yeah, like I said, I just go out there and I, 
I, I try to walk around whenever I'm very healthy. I'm constantly in the gym. And whenever I was constantly in fight camp, I was weighing to 115, 117 at the heaviest. So it's basically just um, kind of eating somewhat all right, good, like somewhat healthy, and then just taking a hot bath and I, I make the weight. So this is going to be a lot easier. Um, I just won't have to take a bath for as long, I guess. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Now, uh, the rules, the rules, it's rising rules. Uh, I believe that is knees to a grounded opponent. Uh, you know, something new for you. Uh, it, does it, it's exciting, I think, because there's a lot of positions where you fight in North American you know, promotions where you could have knees, especially in that north-south position or the side control where the knees would come in handy are you excited in that uh proposition that you can be in that position and just rain down knees and actually finish a fight like that yes i'm actually very excited about the rules and uh we bought like we wanted elbows she agreed so we actually have elbows as well um it feels like more of a street fight whenever I'm training now for it. It, it feels more natural to me. So I'm very excited. I would love to, um, after this, actually even go and fight under those rules again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, training for that. What adjustments have you made to train for those rules? Um, not much. Is just seeing some opportunities where I couldn't. Um, like you said, the rules um, and I'm just um, capitalizing on them. Like I said, it, it feels natural to me. It feels like how I was on the streets fighting. So, um, yeah, I see that and I'm already ready to go after it. So when, when Bellator and Ryzen come and say, Hey, uh, we're going to decide the rules instead of the, the, the commission telling you, these are the rules, uh, negotiating the rules. How did that, how did that go for you? Um, my coach kind of more or less did all that. Um, I said, you know, I, I would like elbows and that was it. And he just came with the rules and he's like, are you okay with it? And I was like, hell yeah, I am. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> now your coach, you mentioned him a few times, you know, who's, who is your coach? Of course you train at, uh, fit NHB in, uh, New Mexico. Who is your coach? And, and and talk about him and and uh, how he has developed your game and uh, and and where you're at right now. Maybe you, you wouldn't be where you're at right now without him. Uh, yeah, um, Tom Bond. He's my coach and my manager. Um, he's the one that works with me mostly uh, one on one. I do have my uh, wrestling coach JJ and my striking coach Arlene, um, but I mostly work with Tom one-on-one -on -one, and he's like the grappling one um and he's shows me everything all the way around uh my dad had passed away whenever i was 13 so i've never really had a father figure growing up and he's been that for me um so yeah i'm very thankful for him and uh for him to be able to see uh what others didn't see in me and um to believe in me and to continue to work with me um i appreciate it so much I saw in another uh, interview that you did that, you know, two things that you wanted to do was become a champ and fight in Japan. What was your first exposure to Japanese MMA? Um, actually, me going um, and working out at FitHB, um, they had a couple fighters go out there um, while I was training. And just the way that they 
talked about it. Um, I got to watch the fights with that, you know, in the middle of the night, all sitting there watching it. And then just the way that they talked and just seeing the event, it just get, it gives me goosebumps now. Um, that was, I was like, that's amazing. I would love to um, experience that. Like, yeah, it, it was a dream and I've, I've accomplished both of those. So now we just got to set a, another goal. <laughs> you go from king of the cage, dominating that, that, uh, that promotion. And then now you're going to this massive, massive show, Bellator, Pan. And then the main event is Fedor legend, Rampage legend, right? And I think Rampage comes from King of the Cage, if if I believe so. I think he's he started out over there, right? Um, what do you think of yeah. that fight? You know, you're gonna be fighting on a card with those guys headlining. Um, I know everyone's like so excited about that. <laughs> like it's awesome. Um, but right now I I wanna be honest, um, I'm just kind of more focused on myself and me getting ready and getting out there and, you know, me performing. And once I, I do my thing, I could go sit back in the seats and enjoy the, sh- the rest of the show. Your fight with Kana, you know, everybody knows what Kana brings. She brings the wrestling. She brings the submissions. Do you feel like I'm going to knock her out? You know, I'm going to put her on the feet. You know, I'm gonna, you know, I'm going to take I'm going to defend and just, and just punish her. Is that is that kind of like the mentality that you bring into this fight or is it like, okay, I'll wrestle. I'll, you know, I'll go on the ground and I'll submit her. Um, yeah, I honestly, I'm just going to go out there and, um, whatever presents itself, I'm going to take it. Um, you know, I'm not going to just go out there and just say, I'm just going to wrestle. I'm just going to try to submission or I'm just going to try striking because that always goes out the door once you get hit in the face and things don't always go what you plan. So, um, yeah, I'm just working on everything and wherever the fight takes it, we're going to go. Um, there was actually one time I did, um, decide right before a fight, um, to change up and just do just straight stand up because the girl in the interview, she said that my footwork was very crappy and my stand up wasn't good that her stand was better. And that's where she was going to dominate. So I decided right before I walked out, I was like, all right, then I'm going to stand. I'm not even going to try to take you down and I'm just going to beat you at your own game. And I did unanimous decision with that. So that felt pretty good. So I I guess it just depends on as soon as I get into the cage or the ring, um, what I feel. Getting on this card, I feel like it's going to open a lot of doors for you, especially if you get your hand raised at the end of the night. What do you see happening in in 2020 you know do you feel like you want to go back out to japan more or do you want to kind of defend your belt for king of the cage or do both who knows um honestly i think i would love to go back out and for japan um like i said the rules sets over there excites me so much um i believe that i'm already done with king of the cage it was a stepping stone um i'm grateful for all the opportunities and everything that has helped me and opened for me. Um, but I think that that's, um, kind of more or less in my past now. So yeah, it seems like Ryzen has probably the best atomweight division other than Invicta, right? Invicta, of course, they have a phenomenal atomweight division, great fighters on both sides, you know, jumping in anywhere in there, right? Invicta or, uh, or uh, Ryzen would be fun for you. 
Yeah, like I said, uh, we're going to focus on this fight, uh, see where it goes, and then after that, kind of see and take it from there. Um, I'm not going to try to plan ahead, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because when you do that, things don't usually go the way you plan or expect. So, yeah, like I said, I'm just going to focus on this, see what happens, and then see what happens, and then we'll go from there. <laughs> All right, well. December 29th, Bellator 237, Saitama Super Arena. Jamie Hinshaw, thank you so much for the time. Uh, I'm excited to see you come back and uh, and compete, you know, because it's been so long. And especially against an opponent like Kana Asakura, I feel like she will bring the best out of you. Thank you so much. Uh, enjoy the time. Uh, enjoy the rest of the year and uh, and have fun. Yeah, thank you so much. The pleasure was all mine. <laughs>